are listening to the Food Scientist Podcast. I am here with Danny Sussman. Hey, Amy. And Brian Pierce. Well, hello, everyone. And today we just have a few top-level topics, but you might be surprised how far we get into them. But before we do, I'll just do a rundown. Brian and Danny have some food experiences of the week. We'll talk about state and county fairs, including strategies, and and on a sweet note, quite literally, with cotton candy. Oh, so sweet. I'm excited for that. We have a lot of cotton candy flavors here. So what are your experiences, guys? Well, Amy, first, I have some gossip. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is this like real gossip? This is real gossip. Brian, the gossip. Yeah, I'm going to spill the tea. Okay. So my sources have told me that there is going to be a new Oreo in 2019. Okay. The first, allegedly. I know that there's going to be, everyone knows there's going to be a new Oreo. Oh, yeah. They're gonna five be, months away? Less than five months away. Yes. But they are saying that the first new Oreo of 2019 is going to be, are you ready for this? Carrot cake. What? I like yeah. carrot cake, but that seems <laughs> like I a weird Oreo. I think I did see something about that on yeah. one of the, the snack blogs. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is where I saw it. It's, it's reportedly going to be a... Uh, Classic golden cookie with carrot cake filling. Well, I guess cream I can filling. see that. Um, but I, for me, one of the best parts of the carrot cake is the cream cheese filling. If you don't have that right. flavor, not see, filling frostic. Yeah, you don't my have thought that was it would be some of the swirled, like it's the carrot, like and the one half, cheese, yeah. and then cream cheese, like swirled in together. But it looks like it's just going to be the carrot cake, which I don't know. I if that's true, I'm not super excited for the new so far. I would think you would have to do like. A, a cakeish cookie, like put some of the that weird carrot cake spice in the cookie, right? And then the cream, or maybe filling. that's in the cream though. Like yeah. maybe they have I ginger. Mean, I mean, they the could cream. do some amazing things with artificial flavor today. They can, they can. I'm expecting shredded carrot in that. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, right? That is, it is just a carrier for cream cheese frosting. It really is, and it's not really the best carrier for cream cheese frosting. Well, I like actual carrot cake, too, but it, it needs a combination long, with the cream cheese as frosting. As long as it doesn't have raisins in it, I like carrot cake. So here's a question, right? On the cream cheese frosting, would you rather have carrot cake with cream cheese frosting, red velvet cake with cream cheese frosting, or a cinnamon roll with cream cheese frosting? Oh, or a cinnamon roll. spoonful of cream cheese frosting. Yeah, just the... Right. So I would say, like, yeah. where in that ranking does <laughs> carrot cake fall? I would actually put carrot cake first, I think. I'm allergic to cinnamon. I should not eat the cinnamon roll. Oh, I'm sad for you. Yeah. That's a tough one for me because red velvet, I'm not really on that bandwagon, but I have no problems with it. Uh, it depends on the carrot cake. Some carrot cakes would fall off the bottom. Some, you know, So the carrot cake is the new lemon bar. No. no Because no, no, he no, actually no, no, will no. eat carrot yes. cake. Yes. <laughs> lemon bars, I have not found one that I enjoy. Because lemon bars, everyone says that their own is good. No. I mean, there are some carrot cakes, too, where it's just like, you just sliced up carrots and put this in here. Like, there's too much. Like, yes. <laughs> you want, because so, carrots have sweetness to them, but you don't want to feel like you're eating a vegetable. Right. It shouldn't be like, like there's grass in it. Right. Carrot cake and zucchini bread are in this category yes. where you don't recognize, like, you have the vegetable in the name, but it's kind of bold. But zucchini has less flavor inherently than carrot does, I think. It does. Right, but it you does. know, it's not like you taste a lot of... Like, the overwhelming flavor of carrot cake is not carrot. Like, there's more carrotness to, like, when they use, like, a little bit of orange frosting and draw a carrot on top. Right. Than in the well, cake. I mean, That's the over, more like a carrot. The so. overall flavor of carrot isn't exactly anything to write home about. There's, right. there's not a lot going on there. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's... Roasted carrots are yummy. There's ways to make everything yummy if you put enough. I had carrot. I actually had carrots 
last night that were drowned in so much. It was like a bourbon butter sauce. Ooh, that sounds good. Right. It was so good, and it really had nothing to do with the carrots. Guys, we have strayed far from Oreos. A little bit, but worthwhile. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Hope. Now, now I want some we roasted carrots. For, we went from Oreos to bourbon. Oh, as, as, one, <laughs> as we do, as, as one does. <laughs> so, Danny, uh, you went to San Diego. I was in San Diego. I had a lot of tiki drinks. Mm-hmm. I, uh, in San Diego, known for their tiki. Uh, they are. San Diego is one of, like, every year there's an annual conference out there called Tiki Oasis. Oh, nice. Oh. At the Bali High, yeah, where, like, tiki aficionados come together. Uh, so it is one of, like, the, the home, the birthplace of tiki culture. I don't know if that's really, like, they claim it is, like, they, like, the people who go to Tiki Oasis would call it Tiki culture. They probably capitalized on it. It's <laughs> I don't know so if they Polynesian. found it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they're the ones that started making money off of right, it. Don't get me 50s. wrong. I love Tiki drinks. <laughs> I do, too. I have a, I have a liquor cabinet that's full of Tiki mugs. Oh, did you buy any? Uh, I did. Oh, yeah. um, I, I, there was a personal record set. There was a. There may have been a seventy-five dollar tiki mug. <laughs> May have seventy-five dollars. It was. It's limited edition. It's made of diamonds. It's limited edition from the grass skirt. The grass skirt. Uh, there's actually San Diego's really cool because like a bunch of their tiki bars are. Um, they're like speakeasies where it's like it's like a restaurant and then there's uh, a little door you go through and then there's a tiki bar behind it. The grass skirt is great because it's it looks like I mean, there's a sign for it on the street, but it looks like this little walk-in counter service poke ball place, like where it's just a counter and you would take your stuff to go, and then you tell them that you're there for the restaurant for the tiki bar, and they have what looks like the door to a walk-in freezer, and they open that, and oh no, you're not in a place with just a counter and a and like stoves anymore. There's like an entire enormous restaurant that can seat like 150 people <laughs> wow. behind what looks like just the takeout counter. Cool. And so they partnered with like a local artist to design one of their mugs. And it's like a pineapple. It's got an intricate top. It's, it's pretty cool. It's like a skull and it's a pineapple. We'll post a picture to social media. It's pretty So sweet. I think you uh, outdid your $8 hot chocolate with yes, a $75 tiki mug. I think it's different categories of I excessive. I mean, you realize when we went to Vegas and we went to the Bacchanal uh, buffet that yeah. had 10 pounds of king crab that they brought us, you spent more on that mug than that buffet. But hey, Danny, yeah. in Vegas, yeah. how many uh, glasses slash mugs did you buy at a tiki bar? Um, you know what? I didn't buy any on that trip. Oh, I, yes, I take it back. You You're right. I bought four. The reason I'm asking that. I bought four. You're right. Well, no, I bought four. <laughs> no, they were more. They were more uh, like highball glasses. They weren't tiki mugs. We got a tiki mug though. Um. Yes, you did. <laughs> I don't think I did. So you could have two. So Renee would have. Oh, that's right. Money. I forgot. Yeah, there was. Who's this into Law and Order? Here? <laughs> I know, right? Go back to your true crime podcast. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> You're right. I forgot about that. So, because there's two tiki bars that we frequent in Las Vegas, and I already have mugs from, so I like to collect a mug from a tiki bar I go to. All right. But yes, Frankie's Tiki Room in Las Vegas <laughs> has a slot machine. Uh, a mug. Mug. It, it, it's a mug. It's a but tiki it like, slot machine mug. Yeah, it's okay. super cool. <laughs> and, yeah, we have one at home, but there's concern about breakage and, like, not letting guests touch it because it's precious. So now we have a spare 
We've got a second one. So if there's visitors and they really are enamored with it, there's one that they can use while ours remains pristine. Um, and then I did get those other glasses. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I took a trip as well. I didn't go quite as far as uh, California, but I did go to the Mall of America. That's just, that's more touristy. There's, there's, it is. <laughs> very touristy with tons of restaurants and unique food places. You know right? what? Yeah, what's really funny is... I, and I'm calling them food places because they're not restaurants. Yeah, the only time that anyone from the area goes to the Mall of America is when someone from out of town is here and they want to see it. Or they want a mall walk. Right. There was once a survey done. They asked people in the Twin Cities where they go to do their holiday shopping. Mm -hmm. The Mall of America finished number three of, like, the Hmm. local malls. So, like, that's the point of, like, how few people that are local go there just to shop. But right. it's still a zoo at that time of year, because yeah. I have been there. Oh, yeah. And yes. then left without going in. Well, it's because everyone from greater Minnesota yeah. is there. Yes, but there is a place I wanted to talk about called Dodo there. Like, not, like, Dole, like not like Homer D-O-U-G-H. Simpson. <laughs> not like Dodo. D-O-U-G-H. D-O-U-G-H. This is a place that only sells different kinds of cookie dough by the spoonful. Which is amazing. They have, I think, like eight different kinds of cookie dough. And you can get flights. So I got a flight that is five different smaller scoops of cookie dough. And that's a lot. I, I think I kind of forgot how hard it is to eat yeah, five see, scoops I'm, of cookie dough. I'm not. I, right there's like cookie dough food trucks, like you're seeing mm-hmm. it. Like some you know, some of them serve them like now. in miniature ice cream cones and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love cookies. I mean, like. I will eat a bad cookie, like, without even flinching. I love cookies. And I love, like, cookie dough and baking cookies. I have always found, like, buying the edible cookie dough, it's just too much. Well, yeah, they can't put the egg in it. Right. Well, it's not even like that. It's just, like... It's a lot of sugar. It's a lot of everything. Like, I could eat, like, a giant ice cream scoop of ice cream, but a giant, a same-size ice cream scoop of cookie dough... I get to this point where I'm just like, I gotta stop. When I bake my own cookies, I usually have the equivalent of a cookie dough cookie in half and raw dough. That's mm-hmm. fine. And yeah. a fresh baked cookie, just to make sure it all tastes good. Right, you gotta. Right, you gotta. But how how did you hold up? Uh, I got about the equivalent of three scoops down, and then I was like, I think three, I but these are three miniature scoops. Right. Not. Like, I mean, yeah. They're not like an ice cream. Scoop. Not like an ice cream scoop. No. More no. like a melon baller size scoop. Like, yeah, that's probably a little larger, like a generous melon baller scoop. Yeah, of each. Uh, but they do have a lot of different kinds of. They have your classic chocolate chip, but they also have s'more. They have puppy chow, monster cookie, uh, and then what they do is for each different one, they have little garnishes that they put. So like the s'more ones, they will put marshmallow sauce on top. All right. Or the the monster cookie, they put M and M's. And for the flights, I didn't think they would do this, but for each little scoop. They put whatever they would put on the regular size on them. So I thought that was neat. So I recommend them if you are at the Mall of America, check out Dodo. And share probably because it's a lot. It's, yeah. I, I, I love the concept. It's just. Yeah. They're very reasonably priced, especially for the Mall of America. I would. I just have gelato. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So did you do anything else? Well, aside from te- buying $75 tiki monks when you were. Well, that was in, uh, oh yeah, in San Diego. Wait, where we were out? I, you know what? I ate, a, I ate a lot of food in the club lounge of my hotel. I had a club level room. And so like, I just skipped meals and went up there to <laughs> snack. All right. Cause it saved some money. Uh, I went to 
In San Diego, they have a bar called Kansas City Barbecue. All right. Um, which is weird. How they, did it compare to Kansas City Barbecue? I don't really like Kansas City Barbecue either. Um, but what makes so you didn't like this place? Is what it was you just fine. Tweet at the sus. Don't tweet at. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was fine. It was fine for what it was. I had burnt ends. I mean, they were good. Um, it wasn't like, oh my god, I need to fly to San Diego to get this Kansas City barbecue. But what makes Kansas City barbecue famous is that's the bar where they filmed all the bar scenes in Top Gun. Mm-hmm. And yep. so, like, they you really like that love and feeling. Yeah, like they, they really play that up. Like the menus talk about how they were really they were filming some scenes in Seaport Village across the street, and someone came in there to just get like food or drink and was like, ah. Oh, we should maybe use this place in the movie too. And then they saw that they had a piano and they like rewrote the script to add the great balls of fire scene in because the bar had a piano. So. And then you came back and you went to our state fair. Oh, fair, 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 it fair, is, fair, it fair, is fair, 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 fair. Yeah, the fair season says. in a lot of places in the country. <laughs> Whether it's it, your county fair or your state fair. And if you haven't had your fair yet, you soon will. Fair season is Danny season. <laughs> so we want He's to so talk excited. about. He I was so excited. I was so um, so the, our Vegas trip, which you know, if you listened, right, we loved. We had a great time. It came at a very high cost to me. Because it meant I didn't get to go to the Pine County Fair. Oh, yes. Which is legendary to me and anyone who knows me. They have pork chops that are amazing, the best fried cheese curds, and the largest demolition derby in the state of Minnesota. Uh, but we want to talk about some strategies. Yeah. If you are playing a right going now to a fair. It is Minnesota State Fair mm-hmm. season. And some of state fairs have huge crowds that you need yes. to navigate. You have to navigate crowds. And also, uh, I just booked my ticket for the State Fair of Texas. Yeah. So that's coming. So it's fair season. And I suppose, you know, we have some listeners who might not be familiar with the concept. So uh, I guess we should probably talk about a, a county fair. Is like you have a smaller part of your state yeah. gets together and you have – a whole lot of food, and you have competitions. Whether a lot of agricultural you, yeah, competitions. Yeah, a lot of agricultural. And anything featured at the fair, whether it be agricultural or art or recipes or whatever, is local, promoting the stuff of your mm-hmm. county, if it's a county fair or state. Mm-hmm. And then there's usually like and then like rides fried and stuff. food and carnival rides. Oh, yes, there are lot, lots of different kinds of foods and beverages and, like Amy said, rides. Fairs and are known for having food on a stick. Yes. Even food that's not normally on a stick. Uh, it depends on the state fair. That's a Minnesota. What? Minnesota is more on the impaling, whereas like Texas is more of the frying. Um, Every state fair I've been to has lots of food on a stick. Yeah. It's I, not the only food they have by a long shot. Minnesota takes the stick thing to another level. Well, because you want to be able to walk around. With yeah, that. it's walk around yeah. food at a larger scale than a buffet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, what... Our longtime listeners will know I'm not really a fan, and that's no. a controversial opinion. Because we'll get people to that. around here love the fair. It is. They they can't believe that you don't like. No, the fair. we haven't actually started talking strategies yet, guys. We just okay. talked about what it we'll was. Well, I just want to say here, yeah. I'll say why I don't like yes. it, and then you know we can talk yeah. about ways to you know skirt around yeah. that maybe a little bit. So mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that it's always at the time of year when it is the hottest. So it's already you're outdoors, it, you're sweating. Everyone else around you is sweating. Uh, people are passing by you, getting their sweat on you. Oh, it's just disgusting. I think it's 72 right now, Brian. 
Well, in general. It's in general. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if, if you think about it, because of the agricultural nature, they tend to be at the end of the growing right. season. Right, yeah, when people yeah. have things available. So it makes sense. To have, yeah. But, you know, that's just what it is. It's outdoors. It's usually hot. There are a lot of people there. So because it's great. Well, that depends on the state or the county fair, how it, crowded they are. Yeah, well, yeah. And Let Brian have his venting, and then we'll, <laughs> I'm sorry. we'll debug. Yes. So I'm we'll, talking about, yeah, why I don't yes. like We'll debug his myths. There are a lot of people, and you can't get to anything. So there might be things that you want to see or do, but it takes a long time to get to them. Uh, there are too many slow people. That includes those double-wide strollers all over the place. And this is a place it's okay to bring your kids, so I can't push them out of the way. Not like Vegas. It, it's, it's too much. And everything is just overpriced. So it's just at the end of the day, I leave cranky. And okay, honestly, that's enough. the only way that I can go is drinking. Yes, uh, well, and that, that's the, that right there is a key strategy. You want to know one of the things I love about fairs with drinking? No, you're the host. It's wine slushies. <laughs> that's my tip. Who taught you about wine slushies, Amy? Wine ice cream. Who taught you these things? I learned wine ice cream all on my own. Uh, not wine slushies. No. And wine slushies carried Brian through an entire fair. Uh, you know, not the slushies. Uh, it was the beer. No, oh, okay. uh, I didn't care for the wine slushies that much, to be honest. So... I will say I agree with you on slow people. It's like, mm-hmm. seriously. So here's a uh, overall fair strategy. Yeah. What kills people at fairs is when they do marathon days. You can't. Right, yeah. If when you, like, I, you know, I'll be like, I'm going to get there when the gates open at 6 a.m. I'm going to stay till the fireworks at 11 p.m. Oh my gosh, no wonder you hate it and are exhausted. Well, but some people don't live in the area and they have to do it that way. Um... They choose to do it that way. But if you live two hours away or more... Right, get a hotel room and come out and spend the weekend and do it in shit. It's kind of like... They even offer camping. Don't say that dirty word around me. Danny, some people might not want to spend the money on a hotel room. Right, because if you have a family, like, that is going to be expensive going two days and getting a hotel room. It's kind of like Disney, right? Like the Disney parks. If you try to marathon them... You're you're gonna get worn out, and if you do have kids, your kids are gonna get tired, and they're gonna be hot and cranky. It's gonna be you go, go for a little while, get out, go back. That's gonna make you a lot happier. So if you can manage to go like two or three days, Uh, yeah. Or in my case, like the Minnesota State Fair is what twelve days. I'm usually out there like seven. Um, I might be in. We know people that go every day. I know. Yeah, I know a lot of people (laughs) that go every day. Um, but get you know the more days you're out there. Uh, it takes off a lot of that pressure because there are a lot of yep. foods. Uh, in walking around, I saw a bunch of the local food critics being interviewed because everyone wants to talk to them about the new foods. And uh, they inevitably asked them, well, how much did you spend on the first day of the fair? And they were averaging five to $600 each. What? On just on the first day of the well, fair. the food critics, they can explain Oh, that. okay. Yeah. yeah, because the food critics... Because they are trying it. Right, they're trying all of the new foods, and it's like five to six hundred dollars, which actually brings me to one of my fair strategies. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't eat the new foods till the end of the fair. The first part of the fair, focus on your tried and true things, and then you know word travels on the new foods. Um, a lot of the new foods are really just trying to be outrageous to get the press. They're not necessarily good. Uh, and what happens is, is on day one, they make them like perfection because they know all the food critics are buying them on day one and posting their reviews. But by the end of the fair, enough people have gone that you know which are the ones worth having, 
Which aren't, let other people do that work for you. But if they're making their best on day one, how do you know that what was reviewed is what you're going to get? No, but I think over that week, you'll have friends that are going, do you uh, talk to people at the fair. Now, what have you had that's great? You start, and you know, I was thinking about trying this, and you'll, you know, like I'm on social media, like I see all of my friends' fair pictures. Mm-hmm. You start seeing the stuff that looks really good. And the stuff where they're like, oh, I thought this would be great, but it was really mm-hmm. a disappointment. Like, I had, I did try a couple of new ones. I tried uh, pizza waffles. Okay. I was hoping for, like, a savory waffle, kind mm-hmm. of like we had. So it was like a waffle batter, but with, like, little pieces of pepperoni in it. Yep. And uh, cheese in it. But it was, like, a little bit too much mozzarella, a little bit too much pepperoni. And then they just covered the whole thing. In Parmesan cheese. And then they had a pepperoni-infused <clears throat> maple syrup. And it was just oh. all trying No, to... that doesn't sound... No. no. Right. No. And so it's trying too much. Where they really need to simplify that down. Right, yeah. I mean, I think my classic example is the deep-fried Twinkie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that sounds like, oh, that would be really good. That's like classic fair food. But it's just, it's too much. It's too much grease. It's... It, the taste isn't great. It just it. Well, is yeah. the deep fried Snickers better than a frozen Snickers? Uh, it's better than a frozen Snickers, but that too, it's like so much. Mm-hmm. It's like hard to even finish one. And then if you're already feeling, excuse my language, oh, uh, at the beginning of the fair, oh, you're in, in for yeah, a rough that's, time. That so that goes to one of my strategies. Like you know, obviously multiple visits reduces mm-hmm. like the. The right. danger so, of the F word. So, so mm-hmm. if you're the, well, not just F word, but go back to multiple visits. We, I have, if the crowds are getting to you, you're like, well, I can come back another day. Right. I'll just. Yeah. There's a long line for that. I'll worry about it another day. So we have multiple the, visits. Uh, save I the mean, new food to the end. Go when they open is something yeah. I would recommend. Yep. Early in the day yeah, or it's late. Be cooler. It's going to be cooler and fewer people. But also start out drinking is what I did to yeah. <laughs> to cope. Uh, the other one is really be mindful of how you balance sweet. And savory. Yes. Like, ideally alternate. Don't go sweet, 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 or savory, savory, savory. So go from the sweet stuff to a fried pickle. uh, Go sweet, then savory, and fried fried pickle. Also known as frickles. Whatever, you do you, Amy. (laughs) I mean, there's a place, this is specific to the Minnesota. Also lots of carbs. Do you try and then not have as many carbs when you're doing the, or is your savory all carbs too? I think you need to know what you want to try. Yeah. I mean, you should... Because you, you can get a pork chop on a stick. Yeah, I, I mean, there you can. Uh, actually, I I actually prefer the chicken on a stick to the pork mm. chop on a stick, interestingly enough. Um, the pork chop is kind of overpriced, and Pine County has a pork chop that's $3 and amazing. <laughs> that when you have the $7 one at the Minnesota State. Oh, Pine County is like middle of nowhere. Serious yeah. question on the savory. Yeah. Pronto pup or corn dog? Um... Ooh. <laughs> Neither. Really? I am a hot dog snob. I think we've talked mm. about this. I so one of the few places where my Jew really shows is that I I like really only like kosher hot dogs. I feel like they're like with hot dogs, there needs to be some rules involved. And um the pronto pops and the corn dogs the the hot dog is really the weak link in those to me. And it ruins the whole thing. Okay, forget about mm. him, Brian. Yeah, I would probably go with the 
I don't know. They're very similar to me. I'm okay with a corn dog, though. Classic corn dog. Yeah, I I prefer the classic corn dog. I'm fine with the pronto pup, but I have a friend who hates pronto pups simply because people mistake them for corn dogs, and she gets so mad. She's like, oh. "There's no cornmeal in those. Those are not corn dogs." And I'm, if I want a corn dog, and somebody brings me to a pronto pup stand, I am so angry. I will say that the Minnesota State Fair has also. There's one stand. It's over by um, the dairy barn that does breakfast sausage dipped in pancakes or in pancake batter well, that sounds good. and yeah. fried. Yeah. And then it becomes like a deep fried pig in a blanket. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that sounds that, good to me. I would take that over a corn dog or a pronto pup. Yeah. I mean, um, there's a place that has uh, not your father's root beer. That's an alcoholic root beer. And they make root beer floats with that, too. That's also a uh, place for me to go. What I had... That I only get at the Minnesota State Fair, and part of it is because theirs is really good, but also because it's hard to find. But it is a great fair because breakfast at the fair is one of the most underrated meals, uh, because of like those uh, sausage, corn dog things. Pronto pups, that's what they'd be more similar to. Mm-hmm. There's no corn meal. Uh, scotch egg. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, they have a big Scotch egg in the state, and it comes with like there's all different dipping sauces, but there's a horseradish sauce. And there's uh, just pancake syrup. And with pancake syrup, it's your sweet breakfast. With the horseradish, it's your savory lunch. Or you can mix the syrup and the horseradish sauce together, and it's magic. So really what you need to do is research what your local fair has. Because every new food, every new beverage, they are going to have that information somewhere. So make sure you do your research ahead of time. And go multiple days if you can so you don't feel pressure to try and get everything. And know that a lot of the new, like really look at the tried and true foods that have been there for a long time. They're often better than the new foods. The new foods are going for quick money grabs. They are. And they often don't stick around. They're Oreos. I like thing. seeing which uh, fad, food fat trains they've jumped on, though. Right, but you'll like see. Like when street tacos were huge, all of a sudden everybody mm-hmm. had some sort of street taco. Right, and but you see that they, you know, it's there for a year and then it's gone. I, I went to, a, I was at a stand and somebody like, oh, do you still have the bacon wrapped meatloaf on the stick? And they're like, oh, no, we that we haven't. That was just one year, four years ago. Oh, yeah. And so there's a lot of that where they don't they keep around. I mean, you know, these are the strategies that I have to do if I'm going to choose if to you go don't, because I'm just going to end up being fussy otherwise. And you are you are fussy. I'm you are fussy. like a fair baby. Well, I am a fair baby. You are a fair baby. <laughs> and I uh, I actually brought a fair food with me <laughs> you did. to taste. You um, did. And this is our corporate plug, except uh, it's just it's free samples. It's not really a plug because they're not giving. <laughs> yeah. If I go back to the fair, I'm going to hand them a card. So, <laughs> so Beach Nut Baby Food had a display where they were letting adults try baby food. And they're little squeeze. Well, they, they have out. They have more, yeah. So at the fair, they actually have probably a dozen different flavors of beech nut baby foods that they're tasting that adults can taste to see like what you're serving for babies. And then they had three that you could also take home as samples. Well, because they also were saying that, Mm -hmm. Hey, if you just need a snack, this is something that you also can just grab it. They have, they have pouches uh, of baby food. And so we, I got a breakfast pouch, a veggie pouch, and a fruit pouch. So we tried these. And we tried them. You know, would this be something? Read, read what's in each of them. So the breakfast 
uh, is the Beach Nut Organic Stage 4 for 12 months and up. And is, I can see why. Yeah, it's yogurt, apple, pumpkin, cinnamon, and quinoa made with whole milk yogurt. Uh, our veggies were uh, Stage 2 from about 6 months. And that was corn, kale, and quinoa. And our fruit was um, also stage two. Apple, black bean, and raspberry. And I will say the veggie one was the gloppiest, yeah. thickest. I don't know what to call yeah. it. I mean, if you were just squeezing it from the tube, from like the little pouch into your mouth, I don't think that would be. No. It would be as no. noticeable, but we were sharing. We didn't all have our own pouches. And I will say, I'm probably one of the few people here like that like all those ingredients. I wasn't sure I was going to like them all mixed together. Well, yeah, baby food. together. Anytime you put black beans into the mix, you well, that was the fruit that's one. Going to do. Yeah, apple, yeah, black beans, and raspberry. One, like, hmm. I will say, I like these more than I thought I would. Me too. Well, it's baby food, right? So it's not going to have any extreme flavor. It's going to be pretty bland overall. But it it it, it, it wasn't though. Flavor. It had flavor. It did have flavor, but it's not like uh, you know when it was definitely sweet. What's the vegetable one? Not the vegetable. The corn, corn kale, 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 quinoa. quinoa. That's, That's the vegetable veggie. one. Yeah. yeah, like that. It was actually kind of nutty. I, I just tasted corn. Mostly. Yeah, I tasted mostly corn in that one. Well, see, I caught a little nuttiness from the quinoa. Okay. The other two, the apple, black bean, and raspberry, yeah. like that tastes like apple sauce. Sweet, yeah. yeah, that tastes like uh, like like flavored like, applesauce. It tastes mm-hmm. like a fancy applesauce. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the baby food was fancy applesauce. Um, if I just served that, if I was like, if I had a party and I just had a bowl and I was like, this is an apple, black bean, and raspberry applesauce. Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, if you took the yogurt, pumpkin, cinnamon, quinoa one, and you like chilled it and put it like. Put it with shaved ice or something. People would be like, "Ooh, what's that?" Oh, I don't <laughs> yeah. know about that. That one was a little tangier than I really? expected. The, oh, I like that the one. The yogurt, I think, was a little. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was, it was. I mean, if I'm not a huge pumpkin spice person, but it was definitely like a yummy fall but smoothie. But there's actual pumpkin yeah. in it, not just pumpkin spice. Yeah, that I makes know. a difference. Yeah, I mean, if I were going to have a snack, like if I were going to use these for like a mid-afternoon snack, that's the one that I would go to. Yeah, I was. You know what, when the person said to me, you know, even though you don't have kids, you can just, like, throw these in your bag, and if you want a snack, you can just grab a pouch and and have it, and they well, make a good snack. I was kind of like, oh, I'm glad that they pay you to say that, but it's true. <laughs> but I do admire them for saying, you know, if you wouldn't want to eat something, why are you giving that to your baby? I do admire them for making a product that, you know, isn't for adults, but something that, you know, you got to think of the babies, because they're not going to be able to say, no, this is nasty, get it away from me. So if you liked them all, mm-hmm. can you pick what you'd frolic with Mary or kill? <laughs> this is baby food. This is playing Frolic with, with Mary or, I don't know. With children's food, yes, I'm ready. With we'll say, food. look, maybe we can say have playtime with, nap with. And, and hold underwater for too long. No! <laughs> Daniel! Oh. <laughs> I think I'm good with frog. And put Mary. to bed. <laughs> put to bed. I would I would take the corn, kale, and quinoa and put that to bed for forever. Uh, that one was not good. That had the least flavor, and it was just vegetables like it's advertising. <laughs> it just tasted like uh, you ground up some corn and put it in there. I would have to frolic with the yogurt, pumpkin, cinnamon, and quinoa. Uh, because that had just a little bit more of a tanginess to it. It had just a little bit more. I'm sorry. I, I would want to have playtime with that one. 
That's what I'm going with. And then I would, I would, um. BFF? Is that what we would call the Mary? Sure, sure. I would BFF with the other one, the Apple Black Bean. Bean. You know, that's the more Mm -hmm. more steady one. It has more, I think, of what you need. It has the the beans and fruits. So, um, you know, that's, that's the more stable, steady one. That one has one third of an apple, one and a half tablespoons of black beans, and seven raspberries in the pouch. I was okay. just thankful the black bean didn't take over with the texture. Yeah. The uh, um, breakfast one is one fifth of an apple, an eighth of a cup of yogurt, an eighth of a cup of pumpkin, two thirds of a teaspoon of quinoa flour, and a sprinkle of cinnamon. And the veggie one is three eighths cup of corn kernels. Three-fourths cup of kale and one teaspoon of quinoa flour. And as far as our game time, yes, I agree with you entirely. All right. The first. Right. I think that is. And I'm the host, so I'm going to disagree. Uh-oh. Of course. Which one I'm are you going be, to have nap time with? I'm going to – no, I'm going to start. I agree okay. on the BFF. Okay. Okay, your BFF is, is, is the, the fruit. fruit. And then I would swap – the put to bed. You would take, the, you would hold breakfast underwater. No, I would put it to bed. We would put it to bed permanently. That's what she would. <laughs> we would hold it underwater. That's the best. That's the best one. So you would you, want you would nap a, with the corn and quinoa and kale. Yes. You would have. You it's would nice have, and it's got a nice nutty flavor. You would have fun time with it. The veggie one has a nice nutty flavor, and the breakfast one is like too tangy. That would be the most boring nap ever. That's nuts. But I'm bummed. <laughs> All right. So, you know, if you have kids, check it out. If or you, if you want, want a snack. snack. You want a snack and you're like, you know what? To me, actually, all food in pouches like makes me feel like I'm an astronaut. Even Capri Sun? A little bit. Yeah. Little bit. Even a little bit. I'm a space nerd. And it just feels like what you would eat in space. Because they eat a lot of pouches. If you are local, check out the Minnesota State Fair. Get your own samples. And if you're not local, go check out your own state or county fair. They might, because they're probably at other state fairs, too. Or if you have a job, just buy some. Just go get (laughs) some beach nut. And even if you don't, I would bet that probably a lot of, like, the programs that pay for your food would cover it. Because it's just veggies and fruit. It's a healthy food. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe I won't give them our business card if I'm back there. All right, so we have something more traditional to talk about now. It ties into fairs, but we didn't get this at the fair. But cotton candy. Yeah. This is cotton candy it's definitely season a fair as well. Food, but it yes. is a fair food, but we had seven different kinds. That, wow. that Danny bought from different stores. So these are pre-packaged cotton candy in bags and in tubs. Yes. Bags and tubs. We have seven different kinds of cotton candy. Um, that doesn't even cover all of them, you know. There's... Oh no, obviously not. We have uh, this brand called Fun Sweet. They have their classic. They have a pink lemonade and a watermelon. And then there's another brand called Well, well there's a Dr Pepper flavored one that seems to be its own brand. It's not its own brand. It. Um, it's made in the USA. <laughs> it's made in the USA by a company called Candy ASAP. And they actually do make other flavors as well. They make a Hawaiian punch and a tropical that we do not have today. Okay. And then we have a brand called Charms, Charms. where we had a, a brand called Charms. Yeah, this, like Charms this, is like the a blow pops. Yeah, they're big time. I'm just, I'm just reading, guys. So they have their basic cotton candy. It doesn't have a special classic. flavor. It just says cotton candy. Oh, it doesn't but say we are classic. Not, we are not basic. It we are not basic. basic. And a birthday cake flavor. And last but not least, from Morley's. Oh, and they, they're huge good. Tub. They're a good chocolate here, by the way. They have maple made with 
A hundred percent real maple sugar. That is an artisan small batch maple cotton candy. I know Morley's well from Michigan, but this I think was this made is, in this Wisconsin. Is from Luck, Wisconsin. This is a different Morley's. Oh, okay. Than the, this is the Wisconsin Morley's that just does maple things. Oh, they just do maple things? Yes. So when I bought this... Oh, yeah. Established 2010. Okay. Yeah. It's a... Um, when I was in Wisconsin, there was a uh, display of all different Morley's maple products. They had maple candies, maple syrup, and the maple cotton candy. And I just picked up. The cotton candy, but Morley's is a maple company. We have all these open now, and like it just smells like a candy store. I, mean, <laughs> and I can't stop right picking right them. I was surprised, especially what in the tub ones, how fluffy the cotton candy still was. Some of them. I was at the tub, and in the bag ones, they've been carried around in different bags and got a little bit compressed, mm-hmm. but they were still fluffier than I expected well, for being compressed. Cotton candy, it's a brilliant marketing thing. You don't even have to do anything because you, you pick a little bit, and like some still is, is popping up like yeah. on top of a, a tissue box, and you're like, oh, I get fast. I yeah, we kept trying to take a little more. bit, and we'd get like half the thing. It was like, like more is just sticking right just, up, so I'll yeah. eat that too. Oh, now more popped up. Yeah. I mean, some of it does... Some of these packed it more densely where it was more like uh, insulation than candy. But right. it does pull apart into the cotton. And they all had a pretty good flavor, I thought. They For, did. So they I represented think, their flavors well. Yeah, so now two of them were just classic yeah. uh, cotton candy. Uh, but the watermelon, I mean, that that tastes like, I guess with jelly beans, they can do whatever flavor they want, whether it's good or bad these days. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's the same kind of concept. That's, this tastes like the watermelon candy flavor. They if, nailed it. If there's one thing I've learned on this podcast, it's that the artificial flavor people are good. Oh, they're very Between good. the meat chips and the cotton candies. Mm-hmm. And the standout of that was, to me, the birthday cake cotton candy. Yeah, that surprised me with um, how birthday cakey it was. Yeah. I mean, it tasted just like birthday <laughs> cake candies do. And then when you read the ingredients, the ingredients were just sugar, artificial flavor, natural flavor, and coloring. There was no cake. I mean, I wasn't expecting cake. I was surprised how good the Dr. Pepper ones were, especially considering how bad pop or soda, whatever you call it, flavored other candies can be. Oh, true. Like the licorices and uh, Twizzlers that were... Mm-hmm. The licorices that we had a while ago were not good. But... And root beer barrels can be really good, but all mm-hmm. the other root beer flavored candies I've tried have not been... Although, I will say this about the Dr. Pepper. It had a really aggressive color. Yeah, like, it that did. was one, when you read the ingredients, actually, the color came before the, the flavoring. Yeah, it had more coloring than anything yes. else. Than fla- than sugar. Sugar, than sugar. Yeah. sugar, then the red coloring. Then the red coloring. But it's, this, it's the, the color flip, that you yeah. expect Dr. Pepper to look like. You open I mean, the it's, bag it's up. It's not it's bright like, red, mm. it's brown, but they need it's, the red to maroon. make the color. It's, yeah. yep. it's, it's Dr. Pepper maroon. Now, there is a little on the. Fun sweet yeah. uh, brands here. There is a little blurb that says it has been scientifically proven that it is impossible for someone to eat Fun Sweets cotton candy without cracking a smile. In fact, we're so confident of this fact that we guarantee it. Then they have a little disclaimer. It says the Fun Sweet smile guarantee applies to typically pleasant individuals. If you're a major grouch that doesn't even smile at a puppy or a rainbow, we can't help you. <laughs> And I thought these were comparable to getting the cotton candy fresh made. Not exactly the same. It's not quite as airy, but the flavor, and flavor-wise, it was comparable. Right, yeah. Texture-wise, not so much. I guess, to me, cotton candy is about the texture, not the flavor. Well, these all, these all disappeared these. when you hit your tongue with well, it. Yeah, no, but I'm trying to, like, like, there's nothing like being outside and having a warm, fluffy cone of cotton candy. But, like, I... 
I found even like I don't like bagged. I pref- I need it like swirled onto the paper cone. Hmm, but like, I enjoy flavors. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. And there's some places now. There actually was very briefly during the holiday season in the Mall of America a place that was spinning probably thirty different flavors. They had just different sugar flavors, mm-hmm. and they would add that in and oh, that sounds and amazing. spin flavor to order. Uh, I mean, the maple one here that that. It's that was, so oh, maple. pancakes. Or it's it's something. like it's having like, airy syrup. I don't yeah. know what to call it. I will it. say, like, like this. It's almost caramel. It's almost that point where it's caramel. The tub of Morley's fancy organic small batch cotton candy probably cost as much as all the others <laughs> combined, but it was really good. I mean, this is a huge container for a small batch. Yeah. <laughs> I just say, I, the other coming like a gallon tub. I could eat all of that in a sitting. The others, I would have to stop. I don't know if I could just because it is too much it, sugar. Just it, like it the sugar, dough. it's very it, it's sweet. It's a lot of sugar, but it is. But all I, of it is we've, good. well, at least some of us have been picking at this all podcast. <laughs> I know it's you know, just I, right we, here. We all have been. Uh, so I have a question. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier the the folks who make the Dr Pepper also make Hawaiian punch cotton candy. Oh, interesting. Are you in on that? Yeah. I'd try it. Uh, they also make a tropical cotton candy, which features watermelon, banana, and pineapple slash coconut flavors all in a single bag. So there's got to be at least pineapple or coconut. Right. In well, what it is is it's, three, it's the three different types. Mm-hmm. All in one, one bag. bag. So it's a bag that has watermelon, banana, and pineapple. And then, sorry, so it's watermelon, banana, and pineapple slash coconut. So like pina colada. Okay. So you get the trio in a single bag. So what is the official flavor of Hawaiian punch? Uh, it's multi fruit. Pu- it's oh, multiple fruits. Right. But do we know which ones? Like it's the red Hawaiian punch. <laughs> I believe the question. It says, <laughs> uh, it says fruit juicy punch. Okay. Uh, I think actually. I know that's the one with the mascot. The commercials that he used to like punch you. It's like yeah. that's a horrible marketing. I don't want fruit juicy punch. red is the one is the Hawaiian punch. <laughs> and now, if you want to go down the actual Hawaiian punch. Right. Right. I was well, there's fruit juicy how, red, yeah, fruit juicy red light. <laughs> no, but like Hawaiian punch and the tropical. Fruit, like how different are those going to be? Oh, they're going to be very different. So the the Hawaiian punch is going to be just a bag of just red, and then the tropical is a bag that, now I lost my picture of it here, is a bag that has yellow, green, and pink. Presumably the banana is the yellow, the watermelon is the I have a list of the original flavors and the original Hawaiian punch. Composed of seven fruit flavors. The original main ingredients were these seven fruit flavors. Apple, apricot, guava, orange, papaya, passion fruit, and pineapple. And today it is? It doesn't say. (laughs) (laughs) Today it's Hawaiian punch flavoring. Yes. But to be Hawaiian, you have to have pineapple, even though pineapple... I don't think we're native to Hawaii. But they have them there. Yep. Well, well, that's where they're mostly now. So... I, I want your help with this. So I'm looking at the picture. I, I started this, but I think I'm wrong. The tropical cotton candy, right? It's in three colors. Yellow, green, and red. Mm-hmm. It has three flavors. Watermelon, banana, pineapple, coconut. Which flavor is which color? Watermelon. Watermelon is green? 
Banana, banana has to be, be yellow. yellow. But the red, red would be watermelon, I think. Yeah, right, because if, if you did, if, if if it was that. And then the pineapple, the pineapple coconut, coconut would be white. Would be red. No, because oh. the three colors are yellow, green, and red. Oh, okay, I missed that So part. banana yellow, watermelon red, and whatever the third one was green. Pineapple coconut no, green? Shoot. No. Banana green? <laughs> banana I think green? maybe pineapple coconut is yellow. It's banana green? Watermelon is pink, and banana is yellow. It's got to be that. We, we said yellow twice, didn't you? No. One's green. Oh, i got to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard. There's math involved right? this week. <laughs> Listeners, help us out. You have the three colors. You have the three flavors. What do you think they are? <laughs> and if we can find a bag to solve this mystery. <laughs> but also, tell us what your favorite novelty cotton candy flavor is. What's, what haven't we talked about here? Because I know they make tons of different cotton candy flavors out there. I mean, your classic, just regular flute, flute, fruit flavors like grape, cherry, whatever. I have a question for you, Brian. Mm-hmm. What about a yogurt, apple, pumpkin, cinnamon, and quinoa cotton candy? Could I give it to my baby as well? Uh, of course. Okay, then yes. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking news, Brian has a baby. I do. <laughs> Surprise. I was just on Maury last week. <laughs> Who knew? I just figured he was talking about himself. Oh, oh. Only if you take me to the fair. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, go visit your fair. Find us on social media. Tell us your favorite fair food. Eat some baby food this week. Tell us Why about not? the cotton candy. And eat some cookie uh, dough. And have fun. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye.